Welcome to the Emergency to Emergence minicast, produced by Sterling College. I'm Nakasi Fortune. And I'm Dakota Lacroix. Join us as we spend a few more minutes with our guests, lifting up the people, expressions, and material that inspire or nourish them. In these brief interludes, we'll connect with our listeners, our guests, and the thinkers, authors, artists, and activists who are not only engaging in ecological thinking and action, but also fostering community-engaged responses that offer hope. And joining us again today is Josh Poulsen. Josh, from our conversation earlier, you know, you shared with us the things that are happening within the outdoor and education field. And I wanted to follow up and ask, who are some of the thought leaders within this field that are providing motivation and inspiration for you along this journey? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so for me, there's uh, two books that I think are pretty darn approachable um, for really anyone. You don't have to be an avid outdoor enthusiast to really find value in them. Uh, one is The Adventure Gap by James Edward Mills. And it's a, a wonderful story about an expedition to climb Denali. Uh, the highest point in North America. And um, it, it covers a lot about inclusivity in the outdoors, but also just what it's like to go on a big expedition when you don't have a lot of experience. And so I think it's a good good look um, at that world. A, a separate book that I think is also really valuable when we talk about kind of the environmental movement is a book called Let My People Go Surfing by Yvonne Chouinard. And uh, it's a, it's a really fascinating book. It's about the founder and owner of Patagonia, the clothing company, um, and what it was like to basically be a reluctant business owner, um, somebody who was a climber dirtbag and self-proclaimed and uh, didn't want to get into a consumerist business, but now owns, uh, or doesn't, he's actually passed off the ownership, but um, someone who has uh, played a pretty big role in one of the kind of largest outdoor brands that most of us have heard of um, and what it was like to make good environmental decisions that seemed like bad business decisions, but ultimately led to more business. Um, and so that's a really wonderful look. We're using it a bit in my um, gear design and repair course now and looking at uh, kind of more ethical manufacturing practices. Oh yeah. Thanks so much for those suggestions, Josh. And in our last conversation, you, I'm really curious because you talked about awe and that entry point into the environment early on and and also about people finding their own authority and their own truth in relationship to nature and their natural surroundings do you have any suggestions or early inspirations from childhood in that multimedia world a film or even current perhaps um you know www uh, engagements right on the web or anything in that world of kind of uh, speaking to that awe a little bit and that inner child in all of us, because it seems to be where much of these early seeds are planted. So we would appreciate that. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so today's today's youth, to use the term, uh, have it a little better. Um, the the kind of movies and films and uh, video production stuff that was coming out when I was getting started in the outdoor world were. Uh, uh, lacking <laughs> to use, to use the word. Um, and currently we actually have some amazing cinematography going on. And so films that would have been kind of niche little climbing movies are now 
major primetime do- uh, documentaries. They're winning um, awards at the Oscars, things like that. So uh, Jimmy Chin um, has produced and directed a lot of really amazing movies. Uh, there's a film called Meru, um, the, another one called The Dawn Wall, and another one about um, called Free Solo about Alex Honnold, which many people have heard of. And while these these films showcase cutting edge stuff, I think they provide a lot of inspiration. And yeah, maybe you're not going to be the next one to do one of those things, but they're pretty amazing cinematography and the storytelling and um, just really engaging for anyone. You don't have to, again, you don't have to be a, a hardcore outdoor person to find them approachable. Yeah. Oh, thank you. I mean, well, as I think Maya Angelou said, right, we don't necessarily remember the words of something years later, but we remember how we felt about it. So I think yeah. that feeling yeah. is brought forth. So thank you for those. And and Josh, besides Nulls, are there other organizations that we could be um, learning from or following their work? Yeah, uh, there is a lot. Um, there's a lot of smaller groups um, that I think could handle maybe some more attention. Um, currently, Outdoor Afro is uh, for yes. inclusivity. Yep. Um, they're phenomenal. Name. Yep. Um, and they've, they've been great for um, kind of like a resource point for um, BIPOC people to get access to like what's around me and how can I meet other folks doing these things. And um, yeah, they're awesome. And, and there's, there's a bunch of, um, of smaller groups that kind of work locally. And, and that's what I would say is more look for something in your area. Um, mm-hmm. there's lots of national coverage of things, but they don't, to me, those don't feel very approachable. Mm-hmm. Whereas when you start to look what's around you, you realize that there's actually a lot of other people who want to do these things and are very close to you and you can meet them in real, real life. Very uh, true. Well said. Well, Josh, thank you so much again for sharing these tidbits of, of, of yeah. places, people, and, and things that we can all learn from. We truly appreciate you again taking time out of your yeah. day to join us and, and be in conversation with us. Thank you. Thank you, Josh. Yeah, thank you. And before we come to a close, Sterling acknowledges that the land on which we gather, places now known as Vermont and Kentucky, are the traditional and unceded territories of several indigenous peoples. The Abenaki in the north and the Shawnee, Cherokee, Chickasaw and Osage people to the south. We also learn in and from a range of landscapes that belong to other indigenous peoples in more than human kin. As we seek deep reciprocal relationships with nature, we respect and honor the place-based and cultural wisdom of indigenous ancestors and contemporaries. Words of acknowledgement and intention are just a first step. We must match them with acts of respect and repair. Thanks so much for listening. You can subscribe to Emergency to Emergence wherever you listen to podcasts. And a very special thanks to Sterling alum Fern Maddy for her musical creations. For more information on how Sterling is advancing ecological thinking and action, visit www.sterlingcollege.edu. If listening has prompted something new to emerge in you, we invite you to share your thoughts as a written message or voice recording, which you can send to podcast at sterlingcollege.edu. Until next time, this is Emergency to Emergence. 